0: The Elite Life Podcast. With your hosts, Trisha and Kylie. Here, we guide you on a journey of personal and professional transformation. Revealing the secrets to success. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we unlock the doors to the elite world of growth, grit, and grace. So,
1: let's dive in.
0: Hello, Elite Lifers. Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I'm Kylie, and here with me is the beautiful Trisha. How are you doing, T? Thank you. I am well. We're working on building each other up today.
1: You look fantastic. You are amazing. I love you so much. You woke up amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got an interesting topic Maybe something that we haven't talked about for a while because we've all been completely scarred and we've blacked out the pandemic. But today we're going to talk about remote work, which might sound a little off, but stick with us. We got good business coming your way.
1: Yeah, I don't think it sounds off. I mean, a lot of people still work remotely, and I think that... (sighs) I have mixed feelings about I it. I do too. I was about to say it's a controversial, it's a controversial subject because Employers hate it, employees love it. Right. Well, and like realtors, for example, a lot of realtors are like, Well, I can just work from home. I don't need to work in the office. And I'm like, You could, but you shouldn't.
0: Just cause you can do something I'm constantly telling my daughter this. Yeah. Just cause you can do
1: something doesn't mean you should do it. Right. Right, right. So, it has definitely changed the way that we work, we collaborate, we view our careers, but the big question is is like is is it here to stay? Will people continue thinking and feeling like working from home is the best bet?
0: Yeah. And so we're going to break down the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the ugly and how all of this um, you know, the pandemic and subsequent years have really reshaped our traditional view of what it means to work, right? Yeah. So, let's start with the big question. Remote work, yay or nay? Unpack your thoughts here.
1: It's I think it's hard, it's, right? It's a very hard question. I think that there may be some careers and some people that this is great for and it works for. But I think that the majority of humanity has no business working from home because they don't stay on task. They don't do what they're supposed to do. It, people are squirrely, man. Mm-hmm. It just is. And even, like, the social aspects of it. Like, are you living your best life sitting in, in an office in your house, not being around other humans and, and people and, like – Yeah, you can get on Zoom with someone, but it's not the same vibe as, like... Sitting here and us talking, right? Absolutely, and interacting. You
0: know, I hear you. I feel, I feel so much more connected, and I feel like our collaboration is much more productive and meaningful. Like when we're all together, like when we have those really, you know, how when we have those really great four one one sessions at the office, and we got our agents around the table, yeah. and you know, we're learning from Andy, and Rachel's throwing stuff in, and everybody's throwing their ideas in the pile, and we all come away with like, I just feel so much more fired up than when we do. A Zoom and and Zoom can be convenient when you've got a packed schedule and you need to jam a meeting in or something like that. But you, I think you're right, Trish. I think that you know you absorb so much more and you come away so much more juiced up when you are in person, right? Yeah. And I will say, you know, from a sales position. it's so much easier to close a deal when you're in person than over the phone or over the Zoom.
1: Absolutely, because there's an energy in the room, right? Like when I do a buyer's consult with a buyer, like I'm getting excited. And like when we're over Zoom, like, you know, their kid might start crying, their dog's walking around. They're answering their phone. They're clicking other stuff on the screen. Like you
0: really miss that connection. And it's not just social, it's, you know, making that connection with the person to make make that sale happen like you just said getting them getting them excited getting them into it and also piggybacking on something we talked about earlier like it's so much easier to read body language and expressions and things like that you know a lot of times when we're on zoom I don't feel like I need to put myself together. You know, I know you all think that I wake up looking this fabulous. (laughs) I only wake up looking 75% fabulous. There's a 25% margin in there that we got a budget for. And so when you don't have your – when you're not in front of people – it's all look good, feel good, play good. Like there's so many different aspects to it. And I feel like, again, as realtors or entrepreneurs, solopreneurs especially, it's it's really easy to fall into the trap of I'll just work from home. I'll just work from home. I'll just work from home. Um, but again, like where's your team? You're not getting that. Mah. You're not
1: getting that juice. Right, right. But, you know, a lot of companies had to adapt quickly with remote work. And, you know, many did find that productivity didn't necessarily plummet. Like there was even some companies where productivity did increase. So for some, it it was a work, you know, and and maybe it even
0: still works. Yeah. But maintaining productivity in a remote setting comes with its own set of challenges. So let's shift gears just a little bit and talk about some tips for both employees and employers on making remote work not just being effective, but also enjoyable. And I know that we have a lot of listeners who you know, have small businesses, who might have a secretary who's working from a different location or a virtual assistant. So you want to open your ears up and listen to what we've got here for you. It's going
1: to set you up for success. Yeah, that's a great idea. So for employees, um, creating a dedicated workspace is crucial. It helps signal to your brain it is time to go to work. So, not getting your laptop out and laying in bed and doing your work there. Oh my gosh getting up and still treating it like a job. I'm getting up. I'm showering. I'm getting dressed. Like during the pandemic, I did this every day. I still woke up, took a shower. Like I actually did go. I was like I, I did payroll and stuff. So I was uh, what did they call it? Um, essential. So I would go in the office and one time <laughs> Andy came and he's like, do you actually have jewelry on? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I put myself look good, feel good, play good. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I would set like if I was working from home, I set boundaries with, with my family. And, you know, if we had friends or whatever, like just because I'm at home doesn't mean I'm always available. And still like now I have an office at our house. And if I'm in there and the door is closed, my family doesn't just walk in. Like I, we were having a party for Christmas and, um, I had to show a house before the party. And so I was in my office writing an offer, And everybody stayed downstairs. And eventually uh, it took me a little longer than anticipated. And Trent came up and he knocked on the door. He's like, Mom, can I come in? You know, so they know like, just because I'm here in this house doesn't mean I'm just fully available for you to walk in and start like, you know, unloading. Like I am working when I'm in this space. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And we've talked before about setting yourself up for success when it comes to creating a workspace. So, for example, my workspace for a long time was in our bedroom. So, here's why you know, it's a small space that if I need to, I can quickly tidy it up. Because one thing I've learned about myself is when I'm working from home, I cannot work in a space that's got clothes that need to be put away or folded. Um, the bed isn't made or there's shit all over the floor. The dish is in the sink. Like I, I can't focus. So being in my bedroom gave me a smaller space to tidy up if I had to do that really quick. And then The other reason was I could close the door. Like Trisha just said, this was critical for my productivity because I have three small kids and a big dumb dog. And so when I need to shut them out and focus, it's very important to be able to shut and lock the door.
1: I like that. And real quick, since we're on that, like, let's run down a couple tips our listeners can use when they are creating a space at home that oh, will idea. be inviting and productive. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Good idea. So the first is to optimize ergonomics. And you might be like, what the heck is that? So you want to invest in a comfortable chair. And I will preach this to the moon until Jesus comes back. Because when I first started working from home, um, when the pandemic and the shutdown happened, I was sitting on a metal chair folding chair. Ooh. I know. It made work miserable. It made my focus terrible. My productivity went down. So when I um, located a uh, gently used... <laughs> Um, computer chair. It was actually an office chair that had cushions. It had a back. Like it was so much easier to get work done. So you want to make sure that you have a well-designed desk, proper lighting. This is another thing. Like, cause I wear glasses, and like, so my eyes will get tired if I don't have, um, like even on my desk at the office, we have fluorescent lighting. You know, in the ceiling, I have a, I have a warm light on my desk, so it gives me that warm light. So you want to make sure that you have. A comfy chair, a comfy desk, the proper lighting, so that you can actually be productive and not be distracted by these things. And um, you want to just make sure that you make it as easy and comfortable as possible. Right? To do the you work. want you
1: want to be you want to be not dreading going to sit in that metal chair, right? Yeah. So which is what I did. Right. <laughs> So next are tech essentials. Um, This actually happened with me and you when you first started uh, working at Elite. Um, You want to ensure you have the necessary technology to perform your tasks efficiently. (laughs) A reliable internet connection, a good quality webcam for virtual meetings, noise-canceling headphones, a good laptop. I just went and bought Kylie a laptop because I was like, I can't can't deal with this. Your laptop's a pile of poop. So to be fair, I had
0: a beautiful laptop And it was just fine until my daughter's melted the top of the laptop. That's for another day. We're still emotionally (laughs) dealing with that. Thank you, Trisha. I still have the laptop and is my very best friend. It is.
1: And you're able to work effectively and be productive instead of being stressed about the L key doesn't work. Yeah. Because it's melted. Yeah. It was. I was was mad that day.
0: (laughs) It was one of those things where, like, you were so mad that you just you were just like there's no point in even being mad because it's the damage is already done like I said we're still emotionally dealing with it at our house so um the other thing I had to do was invest in like a wi-fi adapter when I was working from home because I had an old tower pc remember those and um I was using that during the pandemic because my other my router was in our living room but my my office was in the bedroom and I could not run an ethernet cord through the whole house and so the tower that I had was not set up for wi-fi so I went to Walmart I Spent like 15 or 20 bucks, got a little adapter that plugged into the USB port. Boom, bang, boom. We are on, we're online and we are in motion.
1: Yeah, we've had to do that at the office to get a couple um Wi-Fi boosters because yeah. people were saying like the internet was slow in certain parts of the office. I don't ever want that to be an excuse for productivity. The internet's slow, my laptop doesn't work. Like it's it's so much easier. Like you said, jump on Amazon, hit Walmart. 12 bucks, call it a day, right? So that's a great win. Um, The next one is one of my faves, which is personalize your space. Make your home office uniquely yours. Add personal touches like plants or artwork or motivational quotes creating a pleasant and inspiring environment can really boost your mood and productivity and um just be mindful to not clutter the space with too many distractions like in my office I um, love your office by the way you have yeah. such a nice setup you have the personal development books there you've
0: got your pictures of Trenton and Ang, and you've got your you know your trophies to remind you of past wins, and of course, you've got your literal big-ass calendar to remind (laughs) you of all the wins to come. Like, You've done a great job of setting up your home office. Thank you. I would say we should share pictures of our home offices with our listeners, but mine no longer exists. Mine's just a bedroom again, so... Nobody needs to see that.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll post some because actually uh, I'll I'll be posting some of mine. Um, I always do at this time of year. So if you want to check out my Instagram, Trisha Dork, you can go check it out and you can see some pictures of my home office. Awesome.
0: So what's the very last tip? Because this is one of your favorites. Uh,
1: Absolutely. Um, Last but certainly not least establish a routine. Yay! You need a routine. A routine is important. That regular working hours to maintain a sense of structure. Helps to create a routine similar to a traditional office setting. Start your day with a morning routine. Take breaks. Have a designated lunchtime. Structure brings order to your day and helps prevent the feeling of being always on um, when you're working from home. And I did do this as well when we were in the pandemic. I, Like I said, I would wake up in the morning. I would... Get myself ready. I would go into my office. I would stop and have lunch. I would go back in, finish my day, then go do my workout, you know, zoom in with my gym. I there was. A lot of people during the pandemic were like, oh, my God, we have all this time and we're Netflixing and we're bored. I was never bored or just Netflix binging. Like, I literally kept the same routine with some differences, right? Like, I'm zooming my workouts from the gym in my home office instead of doing it at the gym. Right. Um, But realistically, like, what I did day to day was very, very similar to what I did day to day when I could go out in the world just without getting in my car and leaving.
0: Yeah. And for employers, you know, communication is key. Regular check-ins virtual team building activities providing the right tools and technology are essential so You know, we're all in this digital world together, and um, I'm curious to kind of unpack a little bit more about your perspective as a broker.
1: Yeah, well, as a broker, you know, most of my agents are working from home or they're out in the field, so it's very important for me to schedule one-on-one time with everybody, which is what I'm doing right now. Like, actually, tonight at 5 o'clock, I have a one-on-one with Tracy. Nice. Um, So we are going to... Hi, (laughs) Tracy. We are going to go meet at the union, outside of the office. Office and be able to just like sit down and strategize for like her 2024 and what her methods of prospecting are gonna be and her strategy for the year and get some things down. Um, so it's really important to have those one-on-one times. Um, and also calendar like activities and and lunch and learns um that are in the office. We eat a lot of tacos. I always do I just scheduled a lunch and learn um for February with uh a foundations company. They're doing Con Ed. And I told them, I was like, you're welcome to come in and do Con Ed. If you bring tacos, you're more likely to get more people. Um, So free Con Ed and tacos will bring the realtors out. So um, those those help. It helps to keep the team connected. It helps to keep morale high. When we were in COVID um, and nobody could leave, we just did Tuesday team talk and everybody just jumped on Zoom on Tuesday and we just chatted just to feel connected and keep that team camaraderie going and Like, you know, you might be sick of just seeing your, your husband and your two kids and you just want to see some different faces yeah so even if you are still like we're talking about the pandemic which we're way past but some people are definitely still in that remote world and they are still working from home and maybe that is their you know they like to use the new normal that's that's where they're gonna work from and maybe you are a realtor who does prefer to work from your home office and you do feel like you can be productive from there or maybe you only go into the office once or twice a week Take these tips and utilize them, and you know you can do those online. Like we do, we do allow people to zoom in, like you said, come in and zoom into our four one one sessions. But I encourage them to to come in person because I have gotten that feedback from people that zoom into those 411s that they they don't feel engaged. as connected and engaged yet, yeah for sure absolutely um and don't forget about the power of flexibility
0: just recognizing that everyone has different work styles and peak productivity times you know this can go a long way in fostering a you know a positive remote work culture
1: yeah 100% and that's something we've talked about too is doing your creative work when your mind is most creative like i find that my mind is best like right away in the morning as soon as I wake up, like as early as possible. Like if I have a paper to write, I will set my alarm for like – 5 a.m., 4.30 a.m. so I can get up and immediately like start working on that because if I wait till the end of the day, a lot of times I have zapped all of that energy and I got nothing left. I got nothing left. Yeah, I get a lot of good ideas when
0: I'm like out walking. So like if I'm writing or I'm doing creative work, like I'm creating graphics to promote the podcast or I'm doing marketing things for my real estate business and my clients there, you know, if I'm having a block. I like to go for a walk, walk the dog. Um, that helps a lot. You know, being being remote is ideal for that. I remember um, just doing laps in the backyard and, you know, walking around the block. I was one of those people that actually left my property during the pandemic. And I would walk around the block like we were outside. I wasn't worried about anything, you know. But it's really important to make sure that whatever it is that revives your creative juices, um, that you – Take some time to do that in the middle of the day if you're feeling burnt out. Because like Trisha said, you don't want to feel like you're always on.
1: No. And I will say that I also do when I'm running, I get some of my best ideas because it's kind of like the only time my brain shuts off completely <laughs> because it's like rushing blood to all the rest of my body and extremities to keep my legs running and my right. arms moving. Um, so I do end up stopping my runs because that's when like I'll start to get really good ideas or I'll be like, oh, this is what I was thinking or that or blah, 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 blah. blah. So I I encourage that too. Walking or running are really good. So also I wanted to real quickly go through some specific ways that an employer can make sure employees are actually working and not just half-stepping it at home. Um, Most important is clear expectations and communication. Yes, Employers and leaders should clearly communicate their expectations regarding working hours, deadlines, and deliverables. And make sure remote employees are aware of any changes in priorities or projects, and encourage open communication in these channels. So, what does this look like? Like right now, um, we each year Elite Realty will shut down a week for Thanksgiving and a week for uh, Christmas, and during that week, Kim is at home and she's not expected to be on all the time. However, the expectation is like you are being paid for this week, so if I shoot you over like accept this agent. My expectation is you're going to accept this agent today, not next week. Or if I shoot you over, can you look this up? My expectation is you are doing that now, not later. Now, at the same token, I really try to make sure that I don't ask her these things at 9 p.m. at night, right? Oh, that's expectations nice of you. Both ways, yeah. right? absolutely so tip two we kind of
0: already mentioned briefly but implementing regular check-ins to discuss ongoing projects address concerns and maintain a sense of connection you know this helps in keeping everyone on the same page and provides an opportunity for employees to seek clarification or guidance especially if something has changed or a priority has moved or a deadline has been moved up you know it's really i i feel like the the main thing is communication you have to when you are not in person you have to stay connected and communicating.
1: Yeah, and you can also utilize like uh, project management tools. We did this for Fall Fest, and I thought that that was super helpful because you had a
0: love-hate relationship with the Trello board once it got a little wild.
1: I did, but it was very helpful because it helped us to lay out all of the tasks that were needed and then see all of the progress. And then I was able to go through and say, this is trash. OK, this is what Kylie's doing. This is what Dan's doing. This is what I'm doing. So I could see how this project was going to act from a 30,000 foot view. Yeah. And I could see that, OK, things are getting accomplished. We are moving things over. And then I could also understand what was in your minds and what you felt like was important and have those conversations with what does this mean? Yeah. And like why are we doing it? And do we need to do it? And okay, then you need to do this by this date. And it was it was really helpful. Um they have Asana, Trello, um, but it provides transparency uh, for individual and team accomplishments. And and it was it's very helpful, definitely.
0: Yeah. And this next one is my favorite, which is accountability. You need to foster a sense of responsibility and ownership among remote employees. Set clear performance metrics. Hold employees accountable for their work. Recognize and reward achievements. I mean, I've... In my own experience, you know, just having someone say, Hey, thanks so much for getting that done on time. I know it was a big project. I really appreciate it. That goes a long way. And again, circling back, like this should be something that is run down at like all the team meetings. So quick reviews of what tasks were assigned at the last meeting. Trisha and I do this a lot. Hey, last time you said you were gonna do XYZ. Um, did you get XYZ done? if you didn't, why? So let's unpack that. Why? How can I help you get over that so that we can actually get through all of our crap this week? It's, you know, you and Andy's always do that. And I really appreciate it because I need the stick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course. We love we love helping people to reach their goals. And um, that really leads me to our next tip. Employers and leaders should measure results, not just activity. So I I ask this a lot. Are you busy or are you productive, right? right. Are you auditing what you're doing in your time? Because we can all make ourselves be very busy, but we have to focus on outcomes and results rather than my Micromanaging every step. I trust your remote employees to deliver on their responsibilities and evaluate their performance based on their achievements and contributions to the team's goals. So like I hate to micromanage. Stopping micromanaging was one of the best things I ever did in my life. I never, ever, ever asked Kim. Like, what are you doing today? I don't know what she's doing. I just trust that she's gonna get done all the she's things. She's doing her she stuff. always does. It always comes through. The same with you. Like you'll say, I'm doing these five things and then check in on me next Wednesday and next Wednesday I'll send you a screenshot and you'll be like, I did these five things, or I sucked at life. I didn't do any of these things. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to change to get it done? Right?
0: I'm going to sell my children. So,
1: (laughs) the last (laughs) thing
0: before we wrap up super quick seek employee feedback. Regularly seeking feedback from remote employees about their experiences, their feelings with the remote work setup helps you understand their challenges and address concerns and promptly, you know, address anything that's going on so that you can maintain a positive and productive work environment.
1: Yeah. And that's what we're all looking for. Positive and productive work environments. So hopefully these tips helped you. Uh, Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share the episode with a friend. We so appreciate that you guys choose to listen to us. Yep. We
0: drop fresh content every Thursday. So come back next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on the
2: Elite Life Podcast with Trish and Kylie.
0: Don't forget to share this episode with a friend so we can keep delivering you more fantastic insights on grit, grace, and growth. Stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook, where we'll keep the ideas flowing to help you build a life you love and leave a legacy you can be proud of. Until next time.
2: Realtors. Are you so over spinning your wheels, spending more money than you're making? Sick and tired of buying leads that have already talked to six other agents? Then stop. MyStarsAcademy.com offers real estate training, coaching, and business scaling for agents and brokers. It's your turn to learn from experts in the real estate, mortgage, title, and home warranty fields. Their combined knowledge brings you over 80 years of experience, so you do not want to miss this opportunity that only MyStarsAcademy.com offers. This is your one-stop shop to learn from multiple experts in the industry in one space at your pace. These coaches have boots-on-the-ground experience and track records of success at all levels in the industry. Agents have been using this program for years to ensure they ramp up quickly, 10x their checks, and level up their real estate business. And brokers use this trusted system to train their agents, which saves them time and frees them up to do what they do best, make that money. The Agent Accelerator program has training modules on everything you need to know from business setup and goal tracking to finding free leads and even how to leverage your social media to build a constant flow of clients. We teach you how to convert more leads, which convert to more closings and equals more money in your pocket. Plus, we offer a money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and tons of knowledge, tools, and resources to gain. So head over to mystarsacademy.com today so you can start making more money now.